At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Healthy Boom Podcast. My name is Callie. I'm your podcast host and I am so excited to have you listening today to today's episode. Wow. If it's your first time here, welcome. If you're back ready for more, I am so excited and I hope you're having the best day ever. Before we get into things, if you love this episode, as always, feel free to leave a review. It helps me so much. It helps our podcast reach more people. And also go ahead and share this podcast with your friends if you love it on Instagram and you can tag me at healthyhumanpod as well. Okay, so you guys, if you have never listened before, we always start things off with a little self-check-in. So think of a self-check-in like a moment to just press pause on your busy day and recenter yourself, ground yourself, and become present with wherever you are in your journey, in your life, and see how you're feeling. So wherever you are, if you're walking, driving, working, just take a moment to breathe in four counts through your nose, growing nice and tall, slowing things down, and then open your mouth, exhaling for four counts, sighing out anything holding you back in your mind, letting go of any tension in your body. Okay, breath is so powerful and it always helps just take a nice deep breath if you're ever feeling like a little crazy, helps me so much, and yeah. Okay, now I want you to ask yourself, have I drink water in the past 30 minutes? If you haven't, grab your water with me. I have my water right next to me. And let's hydrate our hot pods in three, two, cheers to hydration. All right, now I want you to ask yourself, how am I feeling on a scale of one to 10? 10 being I'm amazing, one being not so hot. Just getting real with yourself here with zero judgment. And now I want you to ask yourself, why do I feel like this? Maybe something happened in your day. Maybe nothing happened in your day. Just taking a moment to figure out if there is a why. Sometimes I just wake up and I feel weird. So don't be too hard on yourself if you don't really have a reason for it. Now ask yourself, have I stood up in the past 60 minutes? If you haven't, I want you to stand up, shake out those arms, shake out the leg, get the blood flowing, and then resume listening. And final question today is, I want you to ask yourself, what is one dream that I have 
And how can I take one step towards making that dream my reality? I'm learning this week that I have huge goals and unless I break down the goal and give myself little steps, baby steps I can take each day to get a little bit closer, that goal is never going to happen. So it's really important if you have this big dream to figure out how am I going to walk to to my dream and get there. Also, you guys, I I had to press pause on this podcast because my neighbor's dog is so funny it literally just ran into my backyard I'm recording this episode in my living room so typically I record in my bedroom or not my bedroom my office it's technically a bedroom in the house but it's my office and I typically record in there so I was just cracking up because my dog he was like it was his friend his dog friend and he was like barking at it and I was like oh my gosh but it was anyways I had to pause the podcast and let that let the situation reside it was just so funny because I was like oh my gosh there's a random dog in my backyard but I love it it was so funny my street is actually hysterical the dogs are like unhinged on my street they're all friends and they run around in a little pack around the street it's the cutest thing ever anyways I hope you're feeling so good after that self check-in I hope you're feeling a little bit more present with yourself and sometimes all you have to do is ask a few questions and just get yourself reset no matter how your day has started if you're feeling chaotic it just literally takes even a five minute moment to just breathe in a couple breaths exhale and just ask yourself like three questions and you're good to go so anyways I hope you're feeling good life update you guys are gonna be so proud of me because i'm recording this episode on a friday so typically if you listen to this podcast you know that i tend to procrastinate most things and (laughs) i did not procrastinate this week usually i record on like a tuesday like the day before it goes live but today i was like no we're going to be on top of our, our stuff. And the reason when I spoke about goals earlier, you guys, I have this like life-changing hack that's going to help you so much that I've been doing this week. And we'll get more into it in the episode because this whole episode's on navigating your 20s. I haven't done an episode like this in a while. Most of the stuff we talk about on this podcast is very relevant to navigating your 20s, but we're going to do a whole episode on that. So I'll, I'll get more into like what I did in particular to help me not procrastinate. But then the main thing and the main point of it is that I actually gave myself like actionable steps with a time deadline. So I've been very much just like on my game, getting things done, writing things down instead of having all of my to-dos jumbled in my head. Because if you don't already know, I have my own business. I run a online Pilates studio, an app called Sweaty Studio. That's my full-time job. It's actual an actual dream come true being an entrepreneur. I've wanted to be an entrepreneur since I was literally probably like five years old. Um, well, actually at five, I wanted to be a princess, but I feel like most kindergartners have a dream like that. <laughs> you guys, you're going to crack up. I haven't shared this on the podcast, but when I was in kindergarten, like they asked me, what do you want to be when you're older? And I literally drew a picture of me in a carriage and I was like, I'm going to be a princess and I'm going to ride in my carriage pulled by horses because I want to conserve. I don't want to pollute the world with gasoline. I was like a young environmentalist, you guys. And then to make things better, fast forward to like third grade, I learned about global warming in my class and I made posters on PowerPoint that were polar bears and I wrote save the polar bears and then I, (laughs) me and my mom walked around the neighborhood hanging them up 
and next day all the posters were taken down but anyways I want to be an environmentalist as well as a princess some point all changed and I eventually started my own little small businesses I had a jewelry business called sea jewels at one point and then eventually turned into a blog and then turned into what it is today which is my online Pilates studio and my podcast and all my social medias so yeah but you guys I had some really exciting wins happen this week I got featured in this magazine, online magazine called Bustle, and my wall Pilates class was featured on it in the, like, as number one, which was actually so freaking exciting, and that was so crazy, you guys. One of you guys actually reached out to me about filming a wall Pilates class, and I was like, what's that? I've never heard of that, and I checked it out, and I was like, wait, this is sick. Like, yeah, like, I'll film it, so I filmed it. I posted the beginner Pilates one to YouTube. I have a YouTube channel called Kelly Jardine. And literally that one got featured in Bustle. And then on top of that, I got um, our YouTube, our YouTube hit 100,000 subscribers, which is actually unreal to me. And I got reached out to by YouTube about getting like they have different like trophies or something. I don't know. I got one of those and literally so exciting. I feel like something that I struggle with a lot is celebrating my wins. I always find myself in the mentality of, okay, I hit a cool goal. Let's move, keep going on, keep going forward. But it's to a cost. I think it's really important to take time in our lives to actually celebrate all of our accomplishments and just take a moment to like be proud of ourselves because I don't know, I work so freaking hard, you guys. And I know you do too. And it's important to celebrate how far we've come in our journeys, even if we haven't necessarily hit that end goal. Like that end goal is going to be so much sweeter as we celebrate like the little milestones we hit along the way. So anyways, that's been really fun. Um, I've been really just like really proud of myself and that's new to me. So it's been awesome. Also, you guys, I've been feeling really exhausted all week long, kind of like, I don't know, like my period has been like, it's just kind of been like sucking the energy out of me. And then um, I feel like I finally woke up today with like a lot of energy. So that's been really exciting. And I fell out of my fitness journey or not journey, fitness routine a little bit this week on my period. I don't know. I've been like struggling to balance work, my fitness and my health and social life and having a boyfriend, all that stuff. It's been a little bit like a little bit intense this week, but I'm still working on it. So yeah. Wow. That was a big ramble mind brain dump, but you guys, I hope you liked this little micro update, I guess. I can't wait to get into the episode because I feel like the updates are going to continue on in the episode. I have so much I want to tell you. Oh my gosh. I'm like, like popping at the brim with everything I want to say. Our episode, as I mentioned, is about navigating your twenties and I love, 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 love recording these because every time I record them, I swear I've learned something new since I last talked about this topic. And I know a lot of you guys listening are either in college, you just graduated college, or you've been working for a few years, or you're in high school. Like, there's a big range of people that listen to this show, which is actually so sick. Maybe, like, you're listening and you're 60 years old. Like, that's also amazing. All this stuff is going to apply to you as well. But I mainly want to tackle just, like... I want to break some some things that I lie or not lie that <laughs> I can't even talk myths I want to just break down some myths that I think we're told a lot in school out of school by society that I have found to be totally false and have hindered me in my journey post college so even during college so a little bit of background on me is I have moved my entire life I was born in Texas West Texas, actually, tiny town. I moved to Canada when I was two. I lived there for like nine years and then 
moved back to Texas in Houston. I lived there for like five years and then I moved to Pittsburgh for like a year, graduated high school early, moved to Miami, went to college, University of Miami, lived there for like, I went to school for four years and then I lived there another year. Then I moved to New York this past spring. I was there for five months and then I broke my lease, was super confused. I was going through like a quarter life crisis, you guys. I moved out of New York City. I got a new car with my boyfriend. We drove across the country from Texas. We flew to Texas, got a car, drove from Texas all the way to California on a road trip, <laughs> was camping all along the way. If you listen to the podcast, I have so many episodes during that time in my life, which is super cool. They like documented all of that. And then I thought I wanted to live in California for a hot second. And then I was like, no. Then we drove all the way to Pittsburgh for Thanksgiving. And then we drove all the way down to Florida, signed a lease, got a tiny boat before we signed the lease actually, which is also insane. And here we are running the business full time throughout all of that moment, all of that madness of moving. Okay. I hope you like that little, little backstory. <laughs> Anyways, that kind of sums up my 20s in a nutshell you guys that chaos is how I felt for ever since I graduated college honestly even during college what I'm learning in my 20s and that I think everyone should be aware of is that the 20s is the time of your life when you are figuring out like what exactly your purpose is and who you are and you're trying things, things aren't working, things are working. It's kind of like a trial and error time of life. And to be honest, maybe this will change as I get older, but I feel like life is truly just that. Like, I feel like all of life, we're never going to fully know exactly what the heck is going on. I think that that's the cool thing about life is we're always evolving as human beings and we're never going to be the exact same. We're never going to have the exact same experiences. And I think it's just like learning that we're not always going to like feel like we're in control. I felt like I was super out of control when I was living my nomadic lifestyle, figuring out my life, figuring out my mental health situation, all this stuff. So anyways, that's like the first thing I just want to say. If you feel like you're like you've no idea what you're doing in your life, if you feel like you've hit a point where you're like, I don't know what is next. I don't know who I am. I don't know what I want to do with my life. That's literally so normal. And I just, I don't know. I think sometimes social media really does a great job making it look like everyone has their life together and that everyone knows what they're doing with their life. The amount of times I have seen entrepreneur videos being like, make $100,000 in one month. Here's how I became a billionaire overnight. It looks, those videos make it look like it's so easy to have this simple, easy life. And to become successful and rich really fast. A lot of the times videos leave out all of the parts of of our lives that are difficult, challenging, and feel like we aren't going to get through them. I always use the analogy of waves. Life moves in waves. We'll have ups, we'll have downs. Sometimes the waves feel super big like they're going to drown us. But we always are able to swim swim up to the top of the wave and make it out. That's how I really felt since post grad. I think something else that I've really learned since graduating college is that money is not everything. When I was looking for a job, I remember 
hearing all the different jobs my friends were getting. A lot of my friends were in finance or in like accounting or in, I was, I majored in public relations. So I was trying to get a public relations job and I was seeing like they'd people post on LinkedIn. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to accept this job as blah, blah, blah analyst. And obviously nosy people look to see how much money those jobs make. I was being nosy and I was like, wow, they're making a lot more than I could ever make with an entry level public relations job. My job was making $40,000. If that, that's literally like pre-tax money. A lot of people I knew were making like 70K and above. And I felt like all of a sudden it was like this weird divide because in college we were all on the same track. Everyone was set to graduate in four years. Obviously that doesn't happen for everybody. Life happens. Sometimes you have to press pause for on college or whatever. But for the most part, we were all in the same boat. We were all college kids just trying to pass our classes and find an internship. And then once all of a sudden we were graduating, getting jobs, it was like, wait, no one's on the same path anymore or so it seems. Something I learned is that money does not matter. It matters to an extent, right? Like obviously money is important because if we didn't have money, we wouldn't be able to get the stuff that we needed to survive, like the essentials, like shelter, food, water, all that stuff. But what I learned, and I talked about this on another episode, is that once you hit a certain point in how much money you're making, your happiness level really does not increase that much. And I've also realized too that there is never gonna be enough. As I've started to make more and more money than where I first started, I have really noticed that like overall, my happiness doesn't change that much. If I get a $3,000 check in the mail or a $1,000 check or $5,000, $10,000, whatever, I don't really feel that much different. I'm like, okay, cool. Awesome. What's next? It's like always that what's next mentality that I've noticed has really been a huge factor in career post-grad. It's always the, okay, cool. Love this opportunity. What's happening next? Even when we feel like we're in a moment where we're maybe in a point where there's nothing going on, it's always that what's next, what's next, what's next. I've really struggled a lot with feeling present post-grad, being present in my 20s because There's so much stuff thrown at us in our 20s about what we should be doing, how much we should be making, what we should be doing with our careers, where we should be living, who we should be dating, how we should be dressing. And it's always a, okay, well, what's what's happening next? What do I need to get now? What is the new style? What's the new trend? And oftentimes it's so easy to get pulled out of that present moment. And I've just noticed time has gone by so much faster since I was in college because I think I'm always living in the future to a sense. So I've been really trying to reel that back this week. And like I mentioned, something that's really been helping me a lot is doing my goal setting activity. So I want to share with you guys because this is a really awesome thing if you are just starting a new job or even if you're in college, literally wherever you are in your life, like this is such a game changer and it's just simple goal setting. So this is what I've been doing. Basically, as I said, I run my own business full time and something that comes with that that's challenging that I think a lot of entrepreneurs don't talk about is learning how to have good time management skills and how to be account- hold yourself accountable when it's your own thing. When I worked for, I had a boss, I felt like I would get my get my stuff done because I was like, okay, my boss is gonna like text me or message me and email me and be like, where is this Callie? If it's not done in a timely manner. 
where if I don't have that same discipline for myself, then my business isn't going to continue to grow, reach more people. It's going to stay very stagnant. And that's not being me being have a scarcity or limited mindset. It's simply what I've observed. When I have taken steps back from my business and I've put my energy elsewhere, the business doesn't, it continues to grow, but it doesn't, it doesn't, it just feels very complacent, if that makes sense. Like it doesn't really, it's like standstill vibes. Like it's just, it's just continuing to flow in a pretty even state. So I noticed this about myself the other day. I was like, my boyfriend John works with me. Um, we both run the business. And basically what we realized is that we were very complacent with the business. We were getting the basic stuff done and we weren't doing much else. So we weren't really setting goals with time, <laughs> measurable goals. We weren't setting measurable goals for the business. We weren't writing them down. And as a result, it was hard to measure and track how we were doing. So what we did is we made a shared Google sheet and we basically wrote down on the sheet, we wrote down um, the different months. So it's March right now. So we wrote down March and then we wrote down goal, the name of the person completing it, the day that we were going to complete it by and if it was completed. So anyways, it's hard to explain this like like not visually, I'm a very visual person. But basically, I wrote down like an example of a goal is I'm going to find someone to run my social media. Something that is very near and dear to my heart is talking about hormonal health on this podcast. I remember the first time I got my period, it was right before leaving for figure skating practice and let me tell you, everything about it was miserable. I bawled my eyes out the entire car ride wondering if I would ever stop feeling like this. Okay, a little dramatic, I know, but I felt similar emotions last year when I continued to struggle with hormonal acne, up and down moods, and painful periods. After doing lots of research, I realized as women, we are never taught in school that painful periods aren't normal. In fact, your body could be signaling to you that your hormone levels are off and need some support. That's where hormone harmony steps in. Hormone harmony is your complete natural hormone support for women that adapts to the body's unique needs and can help maintain optimal hormone levels, relieve occasional bloating and mild mood swings while improving sleep quality and supporting weight management. Trusted by over 1.2 million customers, Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. Have you ever heard of maca root extract? I've loved maca for a while now because it has been shown to provide sustained energy, relieve mild mood swings, and support a healthy desire and drive. Okay, what about ashwagandha extract? This ingredient in Hormone Harmony has been shown to help the body adapt to stress and support cortisol levels, which is so key the week before your period. Another ingredient that really sticks out to me is chase tree berry extract, which has been shown to relieve monthly symptoms of PMS like bloating, cramps, acne, breast tenderness, and the pre-period sad girl hour that we probably already all know at this point. And the biggest benefit of taking Hormone Harmony, in over 17,000 reviews for Hormone Harmony, feeling like myself again is what women mentioned over and over. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code Callie at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code Callie for 15% off today. 
You may have heard me talk about this before, but something I've been prioritizing in 2024 is taking small actions each day to improve at least 1% in my physical, mental, and spiritual health. One of those daily healthy habits I've been loving is taking care of my gut with Seed's DS01 Daily Symbiotic. I first started taking Seed way back in 2019 when I was having all sorts of painful gastrointestinal issues and was getting no answers from my doctor. During this time, I dove into the world of holistic health and learned how important a healthy gut microbiome is for the rest of the body to thrive and feel amazing. So I started consistently taking a daily probiotic for the first time ever and experienced significant ease in my bloating. My digestion became healthy and regular and I noticed an increase in my energy levels and mood. One of the many things I love about seed is how easy it is to fit seed into my daily routine. No refrigeration is needed and the free travel vial from the welcome kit allows you to take DSO-1 on the go, which we love especially with summer travels right around the corner. As you know, I'm currently pregnant and I'm super cautious about what different things I'm putting into my body, so I definitely feel reassured taking DSO-1 over other probiotics because of their rigorous scientific testing and 24 clinically and scientifically studied strains. Trust your gut with Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic. Go to seed.com slash Cali and use code 25Cali to get 25% off your first month. That's 25% off your first month of Seed's DS01 Daily Symbiotic at seed.com slash Cali, code 25Cali. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. For my Spice Studio Instagram, that's actually something I've been working on right now. I was trying to find someone to manage my social media. And I wrote down, I'm going to, like, that's obviously like a pretty broad goal. So I broke that down even further. I'm going to reach out to five people and set up discovery calls with them. And they wrote down the day that was going to be completed. If I did not complete it that day. So every morning we have a meeting now. And we'll be like, okay, we're doing these things. The next day, if those weren't completed, we'd highlight it in yellow. That was the first urgent pressing thing. Was the things that hadn't been completed from the day before. If the next day comes, we still haven't done that thing. It goes to red. You guys, we made this rule for ourselves. If we don't complete the stuff in red we deduct money from how much we pay ourselves. So red is like three days late, minus thirty minus $30 for that task. So basically it's us holding ourselves accountable. We know that we are very rewards driven and we know that if there's a penalty, we're going to get it done. We've learned how our work ethic is and this is something that really helps us. So if this is something that you struggle with is procrastination, you feel like you have a lot of goals for yourself, a lot of things you need to get done, but you just don't get them done, literally do this for yourself. Set yourself this little chart, write down the days you're completing it. And if you don't get it done in a set amount of days, penalize yourself. Maybe that means you are going to not go out for coffee for three days straight or something like that. I don't know. When I skated, I used to be a competitive figure skater, something that really helped me with my mental blocks. I had a lot of mental blocks with jumping. So if I did a jump and like, okay, I'll explain this. I 
let okay an axle is a jump in skating one time I did an axle and I pulled a muscle after that I really struggled a lot with that jump because I associate that jump with pain so I would find myself it's called popping the jump is when you go for the jump in skating and you freeze midair you don't rotate it and then you just land on your feet so I struggled with popping that was like my bad habit my coaches found that I was very rewards driven. So if they had a reward for me, like if I did the jump, if I went for it, I gave it all my all. Even if I fell, whatever, I would still get a reward. It was typically a sticker or something. So that was the reward. If I did not do the jump, I had a punishment. My coaches were so funny. They would make me do push-ups on the ice and I hated it, but it worked because I did not want to pop that jump at all because I was like, I don't want to do push-ups on the ice. Like that sucks. I want a sticker. So as a result, I found myself doing the jumps so much more and I started to train myself the same way. If I wasn't in a lesson and I was having a hard time going for the jump, I would tell myself I am holding myself accountable to jumping and doing my axle, holding it in and landing my jump or whatever. And I'd make my promise to myself, for some reason, if this doesn't happen, I'm doing 10 push-ups on the ice. And I would hold myself accountable to it. And it sucked, but I literally swear you guys, my consistency increased so much once I started doing this in skating. So this is a similar technique to what me and John have been doing for the business. And it has been helping exponentially you guys so if you are just a procrastination kind of person literally try this okay something else that I've noticed in my 20s especially post-grad is just the pressure we put so much pressure on ourselves I don't know I feel like something I always feel like is that I have if I'm not doing something I'm a failure I feel like I'm behind I feel like I'm gonna fall behind and I really realized that a lot of the times when I've had the biggest wins in my career, in my social life, in my relationships, in my own personal health, is when I slow down, I become present with where I am, and I just don't overcomplicate it. Like, I just don't put that insane pressure on myself. Like, I still hold myself accountable, like I'm saying, but I also realized that nothing is worth being so stressed about, if that makes sense. End of the day, it's like all about that perspective. And I might sound like a little contradictive because I was just like telling you guys this whole productivity hack system that I've been using. But aside from that, something I'm learning is life is too short to be so stressed out over the smallest things. I always ask myself this question if I get in a fight with somebody or about like anything in general, it's will I care about this in five years? And most of the time the answer is no. Like if I get denied from some sort of deal or if someone doesn't text me back, will I care about this in five years? No. So why should I let it bother me so much now? And that has been really, really helpful. It's like taking that pressure off of the situation realizing that nothing is really as important as it seems. And obviously things are important, but realizing that there's no like life or death situation happening in just like our normal day-to-day, like work day, friends. I mean, unless it's like an emergency, yes, like obviously that's like a very serious situation. 
But most things like having your boss send you an angry email because you didn't submit something right when you said you would isn't going to like isn't going to mean you're literally in a life or death situation is what I'm trying to say. So give yourself some grace here. Realize that life isn't as serious as everyone makes it out to be and have some more fun. I wish that when I first started working, I realized that I was allowed to have fun. I realized I thought that I had to just work constantly. I thought that I I literally if I didn't finish all my work for the day, like I could not could not take a break. Like I literally would I was a workaholic. I would work like 12 hours straight. I would not I'd work through my lunch break. It was actually very toxic and it turned into me never giving myself time to take care of myself. And I think when we first start out on our careers, I feel like this episode is also very career based, but when we first start out our careers, it feels like we have to prove ourselves. And I'm here to tell you that like, no, just because you want to like put your best foot forward and make people think like you're really good at what you're doing does not mean that they have the expectation that you are could never take a break. If someone, if a boss or someone has an expectation that you are have you should be working 24/7, like that is just that's not a healthy boss. So I wish I'd known that. I wish that I hadn't felt so like uncomfortable stepping away from my laptop and doing the things I needed to do to fill my cup because it would have saved me a lot of mental health it would have helped my mental health significantly while I was working my job. Also, I think something else that really has helped me with navigating my 20s is learning how to reach out to people for help and ask questions. It's like literally so important to pick people's brains, you guys. I mean, literally your parents, older friends, bosses, coworkers, anyone. I think it's really cool to learn from other people. I mean, the human race in general, it's like storytelling has been part of the human race for so, so long. And I think that's how a lot of times we learn things is from people teaching us stuff. And I've learned a ton of things from just talking to people, from listening to podcasts, from watching videos. And I think like after school, it's important to continue to always learn because as you learn, it continues to help you to grow into a better version of yourself. So with simple things like taxes, I I always ask my parents for help still. Like I will still be like, hey, can you explain this to me? Like, And if they can't explain it, I will ask a friend who is running their own business and who knows what they're doing, doing with taxes. If they don't know, I'll just go to Google and I'll go on YouTube. So I think that's another thing I've learned is like, don't be afraid to ask. Because no one's going to put you down for asking. And if they do, then they just kind of suck as a person. Um, Also, something that's helped me a lot too with finding just my purpose. I think a lot of people in their 20s are like, what is my purpose? Like, I don't understand kind of like what I'm here to do. Is I got back in my relationship with Christ in my 20s. And it has actually helped me so much, you guys. Just like... Every day, I start my morning in my morning routine with my devotional and reading some scripture. Today, I did not, but I always will start at least with prayer. And that's one thing I'm learning too is like having a relationship with God does not mean you have to spend hours a day in prayer, reading devotional, reading the Bible. Yes, that's absolutely amazing. But God will meet you where you are. Like today, I have so much stuff going on. And so I prayed and I just literally talk to God while I was driving a car 
and that was awesome so that's something else I'm like learning too with just like my walk with God is that like he's gonna meet me where I am and I got back into my faith when I was a really really low point last year I was struggling with my relationship with food I was struggling with really bad anxiety and depression I felt like every day I'd wake up and I just didn't want to be awake like that sounds so depressing but it was true and I felt so incredibly lost and it was a couple of my friends that invited me to go to church with them and I actually I used to be I used to go to church when I was growing up but I had a really bad experience just with the church in general um it was just really tough going to church in the south I felt like a lot of just judgment and I just didn't feel very welcome I have like more episodes where I talk more about this, but I had an ick with the church, to say the least. So when I went back to church for the first time, it was really cool because the sermon was literally verbatim what I was experiencing. And I felt just God like so speaking to me. And this led me to really just dive back into my relationship with God and really every day just asking God to guide me, to show me what he wants me to do in the day, to just con- just run my day honestly like it's all about releasing that control and that's something I'm learning in my 20s it's like releasing control is a beautiful thing because end of the day we think we can control things but typically we just we can't control things like we're so small in the grand scheme of things and I don't know just like releasing all of my control to God and just like letting him just guide me has absolutely been a game changer I get a lot of questions asking okay but where do I start? starting my relationship with Christ and truly 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 I have found that this one devotional by Sadie Robertson called On Purpose has been such an awesome place to start it is basically just like a daily devotional you read has a a scripture and then it talks a lot about like anxiety and fear so I started adding that into my morning routine and then I like to actually dive deeper into the scripture that the devotional has in it so I'll like study like the chapter or whatever and then I'll just pray I'll just talk to God like I would a best friend I just be like hey what's up like how are you doing and honestly it's been a beautiful thing and look I get it I understand that it can feel really confusing in your 20s and also in terms of what you believe like spiritual religious beliefs like look I literally didn't know what I believed to be honest like I spent a lot of time dabbling in spirituality I always believed in God like I always knew there was a higher power I just wasn't really sure exactly what it was so it was really cool just seeing God meet me where I was and just working through with some of my friends to lead me back to him and that's the beauty of it is I think like moving even out of just like spirituality and religion it's like in your 20s it's so important to just try just try things take risks dabble with things that you have been afraid of no I'm not saying dabble in drugs (laughs) don't do that I'm saying like if you've always wanted to try surfing or if you've always wanted to try writing a book or maybe you wanted to start a podcast it's now or never there's no perfect time for anything and you don't have to have everything line up perfectly for you to start something I had someone message me yesterday about wanting to move to Florida and feeling like she was like should I like establish myself here first in my career and then move to Florida and find like a job there once I like have established myself I'm like girl literally 
if you are dreaming of living in Florida, like if this has always been a dream of yours, like why would you wait if you if you don't have to wait? I think that's something that society has lied to us about. And in schools, it's always like making sure, like waiting for the perfect moment, making sure you're super, super prepared. Yes, it's great to be prepared. It's great to have security. I'm a risk taker and I have to say like, yeah, I've taken some risks before that have cost me a lot of money. I mean, look, I moved to New York City for five months and I broke my lease and it's expensive to move. It's really expensive. And then breaking a lease on top of that is expensive. And then moving all the way back is freaking expensive. So it was a very expensive mistake, you guys. It cost me around probably $20,000 if I'm being totally honest with you. It was not cheap and it was terrifying. I was like, that's a ton of money. But you guys, end of the day, I learned so much from it and lessons are so priceless. It shaped me into who I am. I learned things that I will never do again. I learned things that have taught me how to make better decisions and it just, I learned a lot about moving and I learned a lot about myself in the process. So I don't think like, I think that with mistakes in general, it's like, yeah, you can make a mistake, but there's always a lesson out of it. So don't be too hard on yourself if you mess up because we all mess up every single day. We're just human. Hence the name of my podcast, Healthy But Human. We are all human beings in the day and you just give yourself a little bit of grace. But I think also something I want to quickly touch on is we've talked about a lot, but friends and relationships in your 20s. Look, career is obviously very important in your 20s. Like it's so pushed on us. It's important to start making money. Like it's, it's good to make money, but it's not everything you guys. And I found myself struggling before, like last year I struggled with friendships. I put my job over making relationships with people. And as a result, I found myself a lot of the nights alone and lonely and sad. This year, I'm really, after moving out of New York City, I really realized how beautiful and important it is to have community around us. I have an entire episode on finding your people where I talk about some friendship tips I've learned and I definitely recommend checking it out. But I really realized at the end of the day, and I read this out of a devotional I read in the mornings. It's Bob Goth, his like 365 day devotional. Really, really solid also. It was like, end of the day, like when you are taking your last final breath, people are going to remember you for the love that you showed to them. They're going to remember you for the relationships that you had, the memories and experiences that you guys had together. It's not going to be, oh, so-and-so was featured in Bustle or so-and-so made a billion dollars by the time she was 30, whatever. It's going to be for, she was a very sweet, loving, dear friend to me and we had some beautiful memories together. And it really gave me this perspective that it's super important to make friends. It's super important to do life with other people. Career is not everything. In fact, career should be like after your relationships. I think relationships over everything, you guys. So if you've been putting your career over making a new friend or over, I don't know, your family, like I just want to challenge you to try to find a better balance with it because it can be done. And I understand that sometimes there are seasons of life where your job takes up a lot of your time, but it's also important to make sure that you don't make your work your identity and make it take over having people in your life because loneliness is such a killer. You guys, loneliness will sneak in there. It will suck your joy 
and it will cause you to get in your head. It'll cause you to feel more anxiety. It'll cause you to feel depression. It That's what happened to me in New York City, you guys. I felt very, very lonely. And as a result, it just, it started to just ruin my life. So this is me saying to you that friendships over everything, you guys. I have been finding a lot of people through Bumble BFF. If you need a great place to start making friends, it is actually so cool. My friend, some of my friends were like, Callie, you need to try Bumble BFF. And I was like, okay, you guys, there are some really cool people on Bumble BFF. And you find, you can find people who have similar interests, similar beliefs, values, all that stuff. And I'm obsessed. Anyways, I hope this episode just helped you a little bit with your day. Hope you feel a little bit better. Just, this is my reminder. Just take the pressure off yourself. You are doing an amazing job and none of us have it figured out, honestly. So don't feel like you're behind. Don't feel like your life is an absolute disaster and chaotic mess because most of us like low-key are and that's fine because we're all learning together and that's the beautiful thing with life and community is we're in this together. So never feel like you're alone. If you ever need to just talk to somebody, please DM me on Instagram. You can DM me on my my main Instagram is I'm sweaty and I know it. I check that one the most but my podcast Instagram is healthy but human pod if that makes sense. And also feel free to join me for some Pilates. I have a studio called Sweaty Studio. It has an app, it has a website and a link in the show notes. We're doing a challenge right now too. So that's also a really fun way to get plugged into community is through my Sweaty Studio. I have a group chat where it's very active actually. And it's like a really fun little support group of people from all over the world who are in their fitness journeys together. So definitely, definitely join the studio and join the group chat because it is where it's at. So on that note, I hope you love this episode. I hope you loved the Navigating Your 20s style kind of topics. Feel free to send in any more topic requests you may have for me and I'll make it happen for you. All right, I will see you next week. Have the best day ever. Make sure to review the podcast. If you loved it, tag me in your stories on Instagram and I will see you next time. Bye guys.